Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eyes. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. What's up, Movie Geeks? Welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. My name is Justin Winters. I'm one of the hosts on the show. We have my other host sitting right next to me. What's up, Chris? I married the Movie Geek, and my name's Chrissy. Hi, guys. So we have a movie podcast. If this is your first time, uh, my wife Chrissy and I uh, cover a lot of movies that she has never seen before. We are several years into this, uh, hundreds of movies into it, but we're taking a, a break this week. Because we're doing a very special holiday episode. We're celebrating Thanksgiving uh, this week, but we're also ce- celebrating Friendsgiving, Chrissy. Aw, friendship. Friendship. We were just singing some Dionne Warwick before the show. Um, yes, we were. <laughs> That's a real thing. Uh, but we, we decided, big, big week, big holiday week, we wanted to involve two of our favorite podcasters, two of our favorite Southern California friends. Uh, it's our boy Chris Braden from More Gooder Than and Dan Heal from the Dan and Cody podcast. Fellas, what's going on? I mean, that's hey. what friends are for, right? <laughs> I know Dan loves that song. Dan, that you're you're a lover of, of Dan Warwick. I love Dion. Love her. You mean, you mean Dan Hill, not Dan Heal, as you said. Dan Heal. I was like, I don't know that dude. <laughs> from, I'm from I'm originally from the South, guys. Sorry, I, it's, it comes back if I'm you know drinking alcohol or drinking some coffee, something like you're that. Drinking coffee, you're not even drinking alcohol. I just said drinking coffee, Chrissy. I know, I know, I know. Uh, anyway, Chris, Dan, uh, it's his magic. It's his magic wake up juice, is what it is. <laughs> I mean, it should be. It's so, guys. It is no joke. I, what time is it? it? It's it's nighttime, and Justin is drinking a Trenta sized cold brew from Starbucks with three Jeez espresso Louise. shots added in. Why, man? That's insane. I don't understand what cold brew is. What is that? Cold brew is when you take coffee and you basically let it brew uh, overnight. You don't heat the, the water. So you just kind of like slowly let it. It's steeped. Let the water basically, sit. It's, steeped. it's steeped is basically what it is. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he added three espresso shots to that. So it's basically like a triple red eye. So it's Dude, just never... So it's it's never hot coffee. Exactly. No, right. I don't understand why I'm being coffee shamed. This is not fair. No. Dude, your uh, heart's going to explode out of your chest. I'm worry about you. <laughs> Weren't you telling me your fingers were going numb lately? This might be why. <laughs> that's that's another reason. No, I I I I like like a I like to induce like an AFib type condition with some of my coffee drinks. And yeah. <laughs> and you know, I was just I'm super excited about tonight's tonight's episode of our podcast. I I love Chris and Dan. They're like brothers from other mothers to me. Uh, very special. That's why we invited them here for Friendsgiving. You know, Friendsgiving. yay Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. I don't Happy know about you guys, but uh, I, I, Brayton probably less so because he grew up. He grew up and and still lives near his family. But you know, when you move away from your family like me, your friends become your family, and I and I feel like you guys 
you know, you guys are our our family to us. So we appreciate you, and we're we're happy to have you on the show tonight. Don't you That's make me cry, Justin? <laughs> I was say, dude, I'm I'm actually kind of tearing up right now, and that's very sweet. That's very you know sweet. how sensitive Chris gets, all right? I could literally Don't hear make the us cry. super zoom in my head as this was happening. I'm, I'm, that's what friends are for. That's what friends are for. Um. No, what I'm really doing is I'm buttering you all, guys, you, you, you all up, you know, getting the Land of Lakes out, buttering you, buttering you up, because, uh, so what I did was, I, I was like, uh, Chris, Dan, tell, tell them what lo- you did, love these guys, you know, love talking movies with them, Chrissy, of course, you know, love of my life, there. favorite co-movie watcher, we got to do something special for Friendsgiving. Uh, let's, let's, number one, let's, let's do a draft. Uh, we went through a lot of options for that. We'll talk about that later. We'll do that second. But in the, in the one spot, I'm like, ah, oh, what's a movie that we can all watch and it can really get us in the Thanksgiving slash Friendsgiving spirit. And Ugh. we have, we eventually, and no, I should just say I, I eventually landed on one movie from 1996, a comic masterpiece called Biodome. The Biodome, a pure, self-contained environment where five scientists are about to be sealed off from every conceivable form of contamination, except one. Uh, Well, check out that mall, man. Our dream is finally at hand. What kind of mall is this? Get out of here! The doors are sealed for one year. We're stuck here. That's right. 12 months? Yes. 52 weeks? Yes. 385 days? Now, the whole world is watching as Bud and Doyle are separated from their loved ones. Learn about endangered species. They're the rarest Lepidoptera in the world. Experience nature. First hand and become world renowned protectors of the planet. Purple Sticky Punch or hemp is an excellent source of photosynthesis. Just because we're stuck in a bubble doesn't mean we can't cause any trouble. Biodome. Iron Man, Iron Man does whatever and I can hold it. That's Spider Man. Come on, what do you think? You're some rocket scientist? Yes. Sorry. We're celebrating a Biodome Friendsgiving. The, the logline for this film is moronic best friends get themselves locked inside the Biodome, a science experiment, along with a group of environmental scientists for one year. Biodome was directed by Jason Bloom, stars Polly Shore, uh, Stephen Baldwin, William Atherton, uh, Kylie Minogue is in there. Before before you guys start just really, you know, phrasing this movie wholesale, had has everyone seen this movie or was this unseen by everyone? In my thirty six years yeah, my thirty six years of existence I had managed to steer clear of this fucking atrocity. Oh, and uh but now it's in my life forever. Thanks, guys. They played this movie for reasons I don't understand at my school when I was in middle school. and Really? Yeah. What? And so when That's he turned horrible. it on, I immediately was like, oh, yeah. 
yeah, we saw this in, in middle school. He's like, what? But I didn't remember it. So this was they pl- they refresher. played that in a place of education. Yep, it was a private school. They could do what they wanted. No, that should be that actually should be uh, child endangerment, like negligent. <laughs> like so, yes, I this is my first time. I've never seen it before. I I if like when you're talking about Friendsgiving, you might have to cancel that, bud. You might have to cancel it. Like, and if you were my family, I might put you up for adoption. Like, we're already here, how- Chris. You can't cancel this. You can't cancel love. You know, you can't Love's back canceled. out of this. Love's canceled. No, I had I had never seen it, and I, I the only Pauly Shore thing I'd seen was Encino Man, which was, and then where he's the friend on the Goofy movie. That's the only Pauly Shore. Encino Man would have been Oscar worthy having after seeing this Biodome. I actually enjoy Encino Man. We're in the art. We're in the army now. In the Army Now, great film. Son-in-law, fine. Biodome, Jesus Christ. So it went downhill for me when he had when when Stephen Baldwin bit his toenail off. Oh my god! And that's that's the first twenty seconds. <laughs> yeah, he bites it. So I actually had to turn it off. I turn I I turned it off. And had to like take a few deep breaths to like, cause that's the grossest thing in the world to me. <laughs> like if I had to say like, if I was going to say like, Hey, you have to shove a red hot poker in my eye socket, or I had to bite my best friend's toenail off. I would take the red hot poker. Like that's the, that's just the worst thing. I- and, <laughs> and so I had to stop, gather my thoughts and say, okay, this is for Justin. I love this guy. Like he's one of my best friends, and like, okay, you got to power through it, man. You got to do it. You got to do it. And even the dialogue of that scene, he acts as if he. This is not the first time he's bit his toenails off. Like this has happened several on different occasions <laughs> over the course of their friendship, and he's like, "All right, I'll do it again." He didn't even need convincing. There was no, all right, I'll do it again. He was just casually <laughs> doing it and then had the piece of toenail on oh, his tongue. I can't oh. even handle it. I can't handle it. Chris, Horrendous. You, what was your, so what was your overall view of the, the film, Chris? This is, you said that they made you watch this in middle school. Of course you didn't remember that, no. but what did you and think I, of it this time? I'm so glad I have the memory of a goldfish because not only did I not remember it after that middle school showing, but I am destined to not remember it after this showing too. And I think that's because my brain has a self-defense mechanism of like pushing out bad shit that happens to me. And this goes squarely in that category of like bad shit that happened to me. And that if I had a therapist, I would tell them. Absolutely. This is, this is something that gets like brought back up after hypnosis therapy. We're like, you we're like, you wake up in a cold sweat. Like I remember it. I remember them in the biodome. Uh, or, or, and, or oh, I was about to say, or inside out, like this, this memory like comes down the chute and instantly goes into the trash for Chrissy. So, yeah, right in the memory dump, along with Bing Bong, poor Bing Bong. Dude, before the movie even starts, the opening credits, I had three oh, seizures. I had three I seizures. Died. I almost died. What the her. hell was that? That was like there were subliminal messages in there, and it. I, I think I saw in bright lights like Dan, don't go further. In in my face. He- my eyes went to hell. 
Okay. Okay. Well, let me. So that that was a opening statement from everyone. Oh, so well, Justin, what did you think on of the this def- movie? So on the it was defense, like five I'm- minutes of opening credits too. That was a five minute. That was longer than Mr. Toad's Wild Ride at Disneyland. <laughs> Way sc- And which one was scarier, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride or these? Chris, oh I don't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so number one, in my defense, this movie is totally free on youtube and not like an illegal way just youtube just like gives it to everyone to watch and <laughs> want so it's free so there's that number two uh. number two i hadn't seen this movie in 20 years myself uh it is extremely 90s aggressively 90s yeah. uh from the get-go so that's another n- n- second defense third defense I like the idea for this movie. Like, I think you could remake this movie today with the idea of the movie. The execution of the movie is fucking atrocious. That's the problem. And it just never... It, there's not one, one part of this movie they're where the, you're like... They're the worst human beings, and they barely, barely learn their lesson. Like... Hey. Like, Justin, what idea? What idea of the movie do you want to see further? I would have, like, I would have loved like a uh, like a, a horror version, a horror version of this movie. Like the 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 movie's basically. I'd rather have a horror version. I'd much what, rather have. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean scientists. They they're going into this biodome structure for a whole year. It's got everything they need to live and study and all this stuff. It's something that we could probably use with our climate change, which is at its point, you know, twenty plus years worse now. Anyway, I'm very interested in that. And then basically, okay. these two guys who are, oh man, like uh, Beavis and Butthead. Like they're dumb, 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 dumb down by like a hundred, basically just no bumble one, into this no thing. No one's this dumb and survives to adulthood. They're no they're, this- they're cartoons. There's there's no script to this movie, and in like seventy five percent of it, and that's a huge problem because they're just doing dumb shit that just is not funny at all. I mean, which the slightest? Who is so? Steven this is the big question. For, I want I want you guys to go down the line. Who is most annoying in this movie? Polly Shore or Stephen Baldwin? Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> it's Stephen Baldwin. And and the loony and the loony scientist. The, uh, I don't know, man. Like it's it could be uh, I think it's Stephen Baldwin cuz Polly Shore at least is doing his thing. He's doing his Polly Shore thing. Stephen Baldwin is going along with it and just I don't even understand. I don't know. It's so bad, man. I can't. I can't believe it. It's as if Stephen Baldwin did an eight ball of cocaine every day of shooting, <laughs> every day. But like his that was his. Is, his hair is so gross. It has to smell. Oh, his hair has man. to smell so bad. It looks like, like joints. How, here's here's mine, Chrissy. How did these guys get girlfriends? Period. Okay. I have so many questions about how on earth they got girlfriends. But there was one scene, in fact, where they were making out with these chicks. And I looked at Justin and I'm like, this is the grossest Which thing ones? I've ever seen. They, so they they have girlfriends when they before right. they go in. And one of oh, which yeah, is Brawless, Brawless Joey, Joey Lauren Arna Adams. Oh, Joey Lauren Amy? Adams. Oh, I love Amy. 
she she's she, but her with Polly Shore is instantly weird. And then they get into this biodome and everyone hates them for a great portion of the time. And then all of a sudden out out of the blue, everyone's like, "You know what? They're cool dudes." And you're like, "No. What?" And then all of a sudden the the two uh female or two of the three females are making out with them and you're like, "This is really getting awkward and weird. Like, stop. Well, stop doing this." The first scene you see with them they're sexually assaulting the the two two of the female like they're crawling into bed fondling them like no yeah like, they sneak up and grab their tits like this is just fun yeah oh oh ha 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 this is so funny like they're <laughs> they're the worst they should <laughs> they should be put to death i i was so hoping they were going to get blown up with the coconut bombs that's just what i wanted the whole time like they man. swallow the coconut hole and it blows them up Armageddon style. And it's such a like, me a me too. <laughs> Kylie Minogue, we we didn't uh, we did she get in this movie? Yeah, we didn't notice that we're on a, a Kylie Minogue kick. We we watched what San Andreas. She was in San Andreas for like two seconds, and she's in this movie in a a, a way bigger role. But you know, and Street Fighter, right? Good for her. She was also Street Fighter. <laughs> there you go. This is her renaissance. Yeah. So, I mean, nothing, nothing, nothing stands out amongst the muck for you guys. Nothing, not even the idea of a biodome movie works in your guys' eyes. Like nothing. No, nothing, come on. No, nothing about. It. I I hated this movie more than I hated Basket Case. Because basket case, wow. basket case, we talked about it, what was like was it their budget was like fifteen thousand dollars or whatever. This had multi million dollar budget, and so so this is the worst movie I've watched for you, Justin. Dude, Damn. the premise hands down. The, the premise doesn't make sense whatsoever. They're 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 going in. They're, they're they think it's a mall, and the guy and homie needs to take a piss. And and it's so easy to get in and out of this of this dome that's supposed to be like a hundred percent lockdown, scientifically right. sound building. Yes. It doesn't make any and, fucking sense. And this is coming, guys. I I don't know if they knew this. Like they didn't even go to try and find a bathroom. They peed in a river. They could have done that literally anywhere else. There were yeah. so many places for them to pee. You don't need speaking from experience. You don't need a bathroom to pee. You don't. You, you don't need that's a, a great. That's a great statement, Chris. That I didn't even think about that. Why he did not need a bathroom? This idiot no. could pee on the side of the road anywhere. He's not. He's not a three year old who like needs. He to was shy. Pee. That was part of one of the scenes. Like they went to a corner, and he's like, "I can't do it here." He does this whole like weird uh, character thing, and he's right. So that's so why he they have to go inside. In the middle of a mall. Does it in the middle of the mall, <laughs> straddling, straddling of the river like the Colossus of Rhodes, and just like, oh my gosh, every second of this was torture. And torture. I, guys, I love a montage. I love a montage. That that Even is my Rocky thing. A montage. Yeah, Rocky. I love a let's get it together, let's fix it, or like let's get ready for battle. Like montage. Those are brilliant. They're they're great, and I I welcome them. This, however, what was the fucking song they played? Uh, Safety uh, from dance. A, oh yes. Yeah, you Which can dance. You I, can dance if you want to. Is it that I do, one? I do love the safety dance. I do love the safety dance. But and it, they also play I, that weird like da da da. 
yeah. song. Yeah, over and over. And they're fucking, dude, their montage was, was like, uh, was surrounded by just holidays of like, let's fix, let's make this place, what, homeostasis or whatever. Let's make the, make it better. And then it's fucking Halloween and then it's Christmas and then it's New Year's. That was the most lazy montage ever. It's like, oh yeah, how do we, how do we show that time has passed? Not a clock, not a calendar, fucking just put them in holiday stuff. Oh man. They could have, they could have just shown the, uh, they could have just shown the countdown clock too. They had it there. It was readily available. They could have just cut to the clock. I mean, there, the, the, the script had to have been like 30 pages max on this. There was tons of f- filler <laughs> that they just had to figure out on the, on the day. Like, we're just going to do this stupid shit. And they're like, okay, we'll let you do that. Film that, I guess. <laughs> J- Justin, did you laugh at this when you saw it originally? When you uh, were... Be honest, Justin. I probably yeah. did. I mean, this came out when I was in high school, you know. So, oh, yeah. As you know, when you know you're in high school, doing this came out like this is around the time of like punked and and jackass and people doing dumb stuff. Like I said, I was a huge Beavis and Butthead fan, and like imagine Biodome, but Beavis and Butthead wonder in like that's already better in itself. But you know. I just figure like uh, horror, like Belial again, Belial in the biodome, like Chris suggested, would have been better. A horror movie, uh, John McClane, Die Hard in a biodome. I- I'll take that too, man. Like bring that on, bring in, you know, Carl Winslow as well. He can he can be he can be like on, on the on the outside of the biodome, like trying to talk to him and I mean, let him know. This movie is definitely for fourteen year old boys in the nineties, like exactly. for sure. I can't. I can't think of the actual audience because there's nobody else that would would watch this movie besides idiots. You know, the um, the I guess like the businessman with the white hair who like r- owns the biodome. I do like that actor. He always he's makes in, me happy. He's in a uh, wedding crashers. I think I he's think in, he's in inner space. Uh, was he in the burbs? I think he was in the he's burbs. In, he's in so many movies. He, he was like yeah. he t- he plays tiny rich white guy, is what he plays. I was I was really weirded out by William Atherton with like a a mullet, like a red mullet. Like his hair well, really threw me too. off. It didn't even need to be that way. Like he can be like a hippie type scientist and not have a mullet. He didn't have to do that. So what what's interesting is that for the nineties, like Paulie Shore and Stephen Baldwin are meant to be cool. You let that sink <laughs> in. Let that sink in. Those guys are the people that you like in this movie that you're supposed to. Like like everyone else is a bunch of squares. Yeah, they're like, th- they're the awesome guys. They're your heroes. <laughs> like let it sink in. Let it let, if, let that let that let that get into your head. If one and, of those scientists would have murdered them, they would have instantly been the hero. Like I don't even need to let this sink in because this was pretty much my middle school experience. <laughs> like I, all the boys I, there thought they were what? these dudes. You you were in a high sc- middle, a, a, middle. a middle school biodome. Yeah. What what are you talking about, Chris? <laughs> no, but like that type of 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 guy or boy, I should say. Those were the kids that thought they were so funny and and like cool and popular and i was the the total marginalized square person being like they are idiots this is the I mean, stupidest thing maybe that's how we know we're all old now is because i was siding mostly with like kylie minogue being like you guys suck <laughs> oh i i'm <laughs> like with running the, away the, from them i i side with atherton wanting to kill them 
Like this is like. But like like Stephen Ball, like he today, if they made the same movie today, you'd be like, wow, those guys are mentally ill. This is a very sad story about two gentlemen who have gotten this far with no help from anyone. Like they they wouldn't survive to adulthood. There's just no way. How did they go to the store and get food for themselves? Yeah. Or do they just or do they just subsist basically on toenails? I was watching. I, um, I, I, I was randomly watching like Power Rangers with Jenny, like the TV show, and the 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 cool like people who used to bully the Power Rangers, like the the big fat guy and like the other the other dude, and yeah. they're they're like they're bullies, they're angry people, and they're they're just like trip and fall on milkshakes and all this sort of stuff. But they're supposed to be like the cool kids of the school, and it's completely flipped now. That, like watching it today, those guys are the losers, and uh, it's so funny. It's just funny how like it's aged to to that. Like Paulie Shore and Stephen Baldwin in this are just horrible, not not cool people. Well, my I knew I was old when I sided with the parents in Disney movies when I started watching with my girls. <laughs> like especially like are we they were usually Little dead? Mermaid. We were watching we were watching Little Mermaid. No, the moms are dead. All the moms are dead. Dads are still alive. We're watching Little Mermaid, and like Ariel goes up to King Triton. And she's like, "But Daddy, I love him." And it's like, "You are sixteen, and you're not even the same species." Yeah. Like, don't get, get out. What do you What do you mean, Daddy? I love him. You've never spoken to him. All you've done is look at him from afar with your fish body parts. I don't know. Anyway, so King no, Triton. Anyway, that's when you're like, oh, I'm old. Like I'm an old man now. Yeah, it's like, I mean, hey, hey, Moana, you're not swimming beyond the reef, okay? You're you yeah, don't even know how to fucking sail. Listen to your father. He knows what he's talking about. He yeah. lost a friend in a very painful accident. Learn yeah. from his experience. No one goes beyond mistakes. the reef, especially people who've never fucking sailed ever. Sorry. I must be an old soul because even as a kid watching Sleeping Beauty and watching her coming back and be like, I met someone. And the fairies were like, oh, no, you didn't. I'm off to the side going, mm-hmm. she talked to strangers. You better put her in her side, place. He side with the fairies. That's so great. I totally did. You know, you, you guys might all be haters, but we have to admit that if somebody came to us in the middle of the like uh, early night, like maybe before dinner is like, guys. There's a huge party, a rager at the Biodome. You got to come right now. You, you're not saying that you'd be like over there, like I got to be on this Biodome party. Nope. What? Abso- absolutely not. There's the no party- way I would go to the. <laughs> the party looked fun. The party looked fun. I will give it that. There was we're, like really? the pool. The we pool, the lights. Else, Dan, I'd be like, I'm washing my hair. Dan's anything. on my side. He's down. He, we go to no. the Biodome party together. Me and Dan. Chrissy, we can watch Yentl and enjoy <laughs> ourselves and listen Sounds to magical. Barbara Streisand sing. I'm down, and we'll be we'll be good to go. So I like a you know. beach party. This was surrounded in, by the by the water. There was a lot of drinks, a lot of fruity drinks. I'm into that. I do love a good fruity drink. I mean, yeah, you like could a, get, a you could get drunk. You could get drunk and like in minutes go from the desert to the rainforest, and you're just like, whoa. 
No, because he's giving the eye. This just sounds like a horrible idea. Horrible. It's the this, worst. This man. idea this is the yes, worst. This idea is the worst idea ever. Okay, but even, um, even those people at the party sucked. Like, remember that guy? He takes like a sip of beer and then he just throws up in the water. It's just uh, irresponsible drinking. Irresponsible child drinking. Um. So is this movie worse or is Freddy Got Fingered worse? Which one's worse? Chrissy's mm. never seen Freddy Got Fingered, guys. True. I think I hate this movie more. I do. I think I hate this movie more than Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> I don't think I've seen Freddy Got Fingered either. Ah, oh, there we go. That's, that's next Friendsgiving, I guess. Next Friendsgiving. Friends <laughs> you know what's funny? I haven't. I was thinking back to any Polly Shore movies I've seen to compare this to. And the only thing I can remember was Jury Duty. No, which you've seen Encino Man. We love Encino Man. Come on. You love Encino Man. I can't remember it. <laughs> it's it's the, the thing about it is though is that Paulie Shore is not the main character. He's the sauce. Right. He's yeah. the weird he's and so if you want to do Paulie Shore, Paulie Shore's gotta be the sauce. He can't be the front and center guy. No. And then so yeah, anyway. I ugh. mean, you do you remember back in the nineties when he came became popular and like what like what happened? Like why does everybody love him? Why is he super popular? And then fast the weasel, forward to man. He no, was but sexy. fast forward, you, you figure out who his mom is, and you're like, oh, okay, she owned the comedy okay. store. That makes sense. Oh, you mean the one where he hit on me outside of when I walked past? <laughs> what? Why didn't something. you? Why didn't you lead with the story? This is. The st- <laughs> So I'm walking past the comedy Insert story. every male celebrity in L.A. because he's got a story about them sexually harassing her. There you go. I mean, he harassed me you? Too. He yeah, ra- briefly. I was walking past the comedy store on my whatever my final Oh, wait, wait, wait. We, this, has to, this, this has to be an impression, too. Go ahead. Oh, God. <laughs> really put the pressure on, right? And, oh, I'm so excited. I'm so okay. excited. So, so I'm walking past and I hear, you drop something. You drop something, and I, I don't know if it's talking to me, whoever this could be, and I'm like, just keep walking, it's nighttime. And then the person said it a little louder, and I turned around, and it was Polly Shore, and I realized right away and he, that he was, in fact, talking to me, and I went, oh, thanks, Polly, and I looked around, I was like, nope, didn't drop anything, I'm just going to keep going now, and he's like, sure you are, and then... <laughs> I'm like, no, it's nice meeting you. I got to go. And he's like, why you got to go so soon? And I'm, and I just left. I could, I was like, why is he being creepy? This is the weirdest thing. I got to go. Bye. And I just kept Oh, wow. That's so interesting. (laughs) Girl, you got to be in Biodome 2 with me. We start (laughs) filming tomorrow. You want to hang out with the the weasel? The exact (laughs) same thing happened to me too, Chrissy. So with Shore, it was, it's horrifying. It really Solidarity. Is. Let's talk about it over Yentl. Oh my gosh! I want to watch uh, some Okay, right guys. Now. So I I won't prolong this uh, this torture for you guys. What would be the final grade for Biodome for for you three? Oh, F minus, man. F minus. <laughs> Dan, um, I'm only because there was a undertone of. Uh, of like recycling and and like saving the world being good. That is, Which is the very only important re- to dance. It's the only redeeming factor about this movie that it was so far ahead of its time of like we need to be able to like save the world. And uh and 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 like that was cool. That, that was the only reason those girls would ever talk to a guy was if they were into saving the environment. So 
I'll give it a D. No, man. Come on. Don't even be nice about it. I'm going to back up Dan on this one. Put me, Give me like a check mark in Dan's column because he makes a good case. I was going to go with D minus because it's, you know, slightly better than Big Trouble in Little China. But it's okay. I'm going to go with everything Dan said. It's a good thesis. So D. See, there you go, guys. I give it a D plus. I'm glad we've we've come to this moment. This was all just a ruse to get to talk about climate change and how important it is to our planet. We should have biodomes <laughs> everywhere. Guys, we're going to be F- like burning F- up in minus. 20 years. We have kids. Let's save the planet right now, not later. I, I just yes. thought that that was like super interesting that in in the 90s, I mean, did people really care? Like, was that when Earth Day started and all that in the 90s? Or was there yeah, a big Dan, push? Dan, you and I are only a year apart in age. Do you remember with that whole like recycle, reduce, reuse? And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But... It, I don't know if there was an attempt to make it cool like this movie was. That you know? song was really cool. Did this make it cool? Is that what was I, the point of this? I don't know. I don't know if it succeeded in its uh, in its attempt, but but at, and and then it was strange because those guys who 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 wanted to take the the original girlfriends to the party, they used recycling to try to get in their pants. You know. Nothing so turns this is, me on more than 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 good good usage of resources. I well, it's think like, it's hot and heavy. You and Leonardo DiCaprio. And the, right. and the poor girls were just suckers for anyone who talked about recycling. At one point, I did think about uh, Arnie from What's Eating Gilbert Great being let loose in the biodome. So he would oh, do yeah. a better job. He would do a better job at maintaining homeostasis. Than those two morons. Like, where's Arnie? <laughs> Say where's Arnie? Say it. <laughs> there would be great hiding spots for Arnie in there. <laughs> oh my god! There you go. Uh, like it, we were just talking about escape rooms, right? And this would be like the ultimate escape room. Right. Uh, I want to go up. I, I want to is... go up there, Gilbert. <laughs> I want to go up there. Dance, 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 dance. <laughs> Can we just talk about Gilbert Grape now? I'm mean, good. He would host a party too. And he'd be like, "It's my party. You can come." Yeah, I want like, hot dogs, uh, mom. Mom, I've I want hot dogs. It. I've never seen it. I've never what? seen Gilbert Grape. Oh my I mean, god! Watch it soon. The the big boy's gonna bathe himself. <laughs> I I no lie. Chrissy and I did an episode about it. That's how much we love that movie. So. Dan, the fact that you know so many quotes in this movie is just, I wins my heart. This is great. Gilbert Grape is my jam. Leo, that should have been his first Oscar. He only yeah. missed it because Tommy Lee Jones delivered a fantastic uh, 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 U.S. Marshal in, in The Fugitive. Oh, anyway. so he should, uh, he should have two. We, we go from uh, uh, Biodome. We continue our, our, our Friendsgiving journey. And this being a holiday week, what we like to do. We actually did this last year with Dan and Cody. By the way, Cody's dead to us, everyone. Oh. He, he just doesn't Cody. return my calls. He, Dan, he's he's kicked Dan off the podcast. Apparently, it's very sad for you, Dan. He's a man of mystery, that that Cody. But I, uh, he does hold. I will a- say this: this beef you guys have cooked up between each other about kicking each other off the podcast has been fantastic <laughs> and i take full credit for that 
Yeah, so. you, you've really driven a wedge into what we once loved. Uh, so, so last Thanksgiving we did a, a Hanksgiving draft, and all we we drafted Tom Hanks movies. Uh, the four of us: Chrissy, I, Dan, and Cody. But this year, we 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 threw around a couple ideas. Uh, Chris and I wanted to do Thanksgiving foods, and Dan was like, "Fuck Thanksgiving foods." <laughs> By the way, I Dan, 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 I, I don't eat corn. I don't <laughs> eat corn at all. <laughs> Last week out of the blue, Dan, you'll love this. After I'd listened to one of your episodes, I did. I started doing my Ving Rhames impression out of the blue just because I had heard you just do yours. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> shout out to Dan and his Ving Rhames impression. We have the meats. <laughs> Is that him? Is he the Arby's guy? Yeah, man. They have, they have him and H. John Benjamin, two of the greatest voices of this generation and like how did Arby's score both those voices? I didn't realize that that was Ving Rhames in Arby in the Arby's commercials. <laughs> we good. We good. <laughs> nah, man. Okay. We, we so, ain't good. So we, we wanted to pair Biodome up with a draft. So tonight, uh, the four of us, we're going to be doing the nineties comedies fantasy movie draft. No! Is wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? You guys stink. Sometimes you gotta say, what the fuck? Make your move. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. I want you to play dirty if you have to, but don't get caught. Go for the ribs. Don't let that bastard breathe. Concentrate, focus, power. Remember balance. Make cool fight. Keep your heads up. Play proud. Game over! Uh, Holla. <laughs> Yay. Ethan, we're here to talk about Niners comedies. There uh, wasn't a lot of funny things because I was too busy defusing bombs. <laughs> you do it so well. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I we, we eventually landed on 90s comedies because we're going to be talking about good 90s comedies because we just talked about a bad one in biodome and you know it's been it's been a a tough couple weeks here in california you know we unfortunately still still dealing with the the ramifications of the fires it's very sad please um, yeah if you're if you don't live here on the west coast try to keep it in everyone's mind and in the news because it's still fucking crazy here guys so we wanted to lighten the mood just a little bit just for a second and talk about nice comedy. So before we get to everyone's picks on this, what do you guys think about the decade as a whole? I Great. Mean, it shaped my it shaped my sense of humor. Like I I mean I was I was 7 in 1990 and I was a junior in high school in 99. So like it it like it was basically my entire real formative years. And so like all of my comedies from growing up you know, they're nineties comedies. So like this was this was a huge year. Um huge huge decade for me. I, I'll I totally say, agree with you. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I'll I'll say this. In going through a list of, of comedies from the nineties, there are more often than not, if you are watching TV and one of these movies is on, you're gonna let you're gonna stop and, and watch totally. it. Totally. That's 100%. what hundred percent. 
that's what this these this decade of comedy is. It's every almost every single one. You're like, yep, I would stop and watch that for another for a half hour, no matter where it is. Agree and agree, and it's I, again where I think we're all the same age. So same sort of thing, like. I always rib Justin for all the 80s movies he makes me watch on the podcast and that I have no particular affinity for or connection to. But the 90s are different. That's all the formative time of my life that I really saw movies. And so going through this list was kind of a pleasure to scroll through and be like, yes, 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 that one. And it's funny that you said, Dan, about you know when a movie's on that you've seen maybe a million times, but you just stop and you watch it again. I won't say what because it'll probably come up on the, on the um, draft, but there is one. <laughs> that just comes up all the time and Justin just wants to kill me because every time it's on I'm like yay it's this again and I think he's ready to divorce me <laughs> um l- looking at m- my list there's just it's so deep the the, the uh, this is a whole decade so the bench is so deep that I think who picks when and and where and the the first couple rounds is really going to establish what our taste in comedies are just because there's so many options here. So I'm excited to see uh, what everyone's going to pick. So we let the lady pick the draft order tonight. Chrissy, you, 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 you punked out and said, we're just going to go alphabetical order. That's not punking out. Yeah, it is kind of punking out. Why is that punking out? Because you should have put, you should have put, don't you whatever, say it, Chrissy. Justin. You should have Dan, Dan last. <laughs> you always pick Dan first. You make Dan go first every yeah, time. Yeah, we That's usually make Dan go first. So you make Dan go first because he's gonna pick. He's gonna pick something know, like dumb. I'm gonna pick something crazy that no I one's ever gonna say, pick. Though, no, Dan. For, when you did the two, the 2000 horror, I voted for you. I thought that your 2000s horror list was fantastic. Thank you. I was you. very proud of you. You did your research, and Thank I voted you. for you. Paul had the better list, but I was just so proud of you for for like <laughs> not being an insane person, and and I so I voted for you. We'll you see, we'll see. That was a, one in a row of, of Dan seemingly taking and, a draft seriously. So you know the difference maker in that was if you've seen Let the Right One In, then I think you voted it's an for incredible me. Incredible movie. If incredible you didn't see movie. that, then you don't vote for me. You voted for Paul, and um, unfortunately, oh, that movie just like didn't get love out here. The, the the original, it's so good. It oh really man, is. it's nuts. It's it's. Let's talk about that movie instead of Biodome. And <laughs> we're gonna be, we're, so we're gonna be talking about some nineties comedies, guys. So let, let's start with round one again. We're going alphabetical order by first name, which means Chris Brayton, way out in Bakersfield, gets the first pick Jeez. in the nineties comedies fantasy movie draft. Brayton, what are you going with, man? I I think that this is hands down. The hardest first pick I've had on any draft that we've that we've had, like it's not like nothing else compares with this. Like even when we were doing like the Arnie draft, you know how much of a fan I am of Arnie. Like there's obvious top ones, but like this is just so hard, and I don't know how to judge the audience on this one. Do they want goofy? Do they want like classic? Do they want like a more serious one? But um. I'm going to have to go with, uh, oh my gosh. Like I still, I honestly, still come on, my mind Chris, up. I haven't made my mind up. Can Ving Rames tell me to go? Is Ving Rames here? You better go or else you're going to okay. die. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Groundhog's Day. Ooh, I'm going to go with Gra- Groundhog's Day. I'm going to go with Groundhog's Day. 
And I, I think that it is one of the most, uh, I think it's one of the most easily rewatchable comedies and comedies for me are not necessarily rewatchable because I've already got the humor, but I'll still laugh at this movie. I think it's probably Bill Murray's best movie that he's ever done. And I think it, it's, it's brilliant and it's funny. And I think it's, I think people love it. And I'm going to go with Groundhog's Day as my number one pick. To great is, number is, one. Is Groundhog's Day the sequel to Groundhog Day? <laughs> you can shove that right up your Yentl butt right there. That's such I an... know that I said it wrong. I said it wrong, and who cares? I say it wrong. We did our entire, we did our anniversary on it, and I still said it wrong every single time because I <laughs> just don't care. Adding That's how an much S, I don't care. Adding an S to things is the such an old person thing to do, and I love it. Like, <laughs> give, me the, give me the clickers. Give me yeah, the clickers. Or, or like, hey, and... you guys, you guys want to go to Subways? Let's go to Subways. And I even know, like I could, I could quote Groundhog Day start to finish, and I still say it with the S, and Groundhog I will Day. say it with the S for forever. So, yeah, it's 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 just anyway, one. Gro- it's just one. Groundhog Day, <laughs> Groundhog Day, number one pick. My my favorite movie of all time, Back to the Futures. You know, yeah. <laughs> I love it but so much I, that I can't even get the time I, right. I got called out for it so hardcore when we did it for our anniversary episode, and I still have to say it. I don't know. I can't do it. It's my grandpa's birthday, Chris. I'm a page. I'm a patron day. of yours, Chris. I pay pay into your podcast. I remember that episode. That's why I, ha- I had to say it. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, what, what does everyone think of this number one in the entire decade, though? Dan, what do you think? It's good. It's definitely good. It's up there. Um, it, like I said, it's one of those ones you turn it on and you can, you can get it from anywhere in the, in the movie because he is always like restarting the day. You can pick it up really quickly. Like, oh, okay. He's he's reliving the same day. Boom. This is, this is fine. And, uh, it's Bill Murray, man. He, this was him in, it, in his, in the heyday. I'm a god. You're a god. I'm a god. I'm not the god. I don't think. Because you survived a car wreck? You folks ready to order? I didn't just survive a wreck. I wasn't just blown up yesterday. I have been stabbed, shot, poisoned, frozen, hung, electrocuted, and burned. Oh, really? And every morning I wake up without a scratch on me, not a dent in the fender... I am an immortal. Special today is blueberry waffles. Uh, Chrissy, you did a you you headed a '90s romantic comedy draft by yourself. You and three other ladies. Ladies. This this was I think picked. This is uh, considered a romantic comedy. What do you, what do you think? I got you, babe. I really really love this movie. I'm not surprised that it got picked. I, number one, this might be a little bit high, but it's very 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 good. So you know, tip of the hat to you, Chris. Well done. Well, thank you. Uh, thank I you love so Andy much, McDowell. Yeah. Andy McDowell is endlessly charming to me as well. So I, I think it's a great pick, Chris. So, but Dan, you got your first pick right off of that, man. What do you got? I will take a movie that I think I can I can just quote the entire movie, and that is Dumb and Dumber. Love me that go, dumb and dumber. It's just go ahead, so. I, go ahead. I actually, I have it written down that Dan will take Dumb and Dumber if he is. <laughs> if I do, I do. I have it. I have it written down, and I'm I'm proud of you. 
because I think it's the right pick, and I think it's the Danist pick. Thank so you. It's top and top of my list, Dan. Why did you pick it, man? I do. I haven't even seen Dumb and Dumber. I haven't even seen Dumb and Dumber two. I don't need to. Dumb and Dumber is just perfect, and I don't want to mess it up for for myself. Um, I picked it. I picked it because um, it's just that their their relationship is hilarious. It's quotable. So you're telling me there's a chance? Yeah. I mean, I I remember as a kid, like just like starting to sing the the Mockingbird song in class, like trying to rile up everybody, <laughs> and like you get a couple people, like it was amazing, and like little Timmy with My the bird would sing that song on car rides. Mock, oh God, no. yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can't not sing it, uh, Timmy, Timmy with the bird. Holy shit, that was so funny. I heard about them bringing that back in the in the, the sequels they've done. Like did, uh, apparently that character came back. I I saw the, it, but it it was like cotton candy. You know, I I forgot about yeah. it right after I saw it. It wasn't that good, but you know, Dumb and Dumber again, top of my list. It sounds like Dane and I share the same love of it being endlessly quotable. Shout out, you know, MVP of award in this movie definitely goes to Jim Carrey, but. Uh, Jeff Daniels is like Scotty Pippening over there. If 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 Carrie's Jordan, Daniels is like really really good, like better than he should be in that oh, movie. He's, so he's so good. They're they're both just amazing. Every every scene has a joke that like you say all the time to someone. You know, yeah. like the 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 we landed on the moon to <laughs> to. Uh, uh, oh my God! When I've got he, worms. I've got worms. When that sweet old lady steals his steals his wallet. Oh my God! He's like old people do still serve a purpose. I'll be right back. Don't you go dying on me. That's like my favorite <laughs> fucking line. It's it's amazing. And Samsonite. Everyone knows Samsonite now. Birds. Our pets' heads are falling off. Yeah, we got no food. We got no jobs. It's just it's top top to bottom. It's so much fun, and it and it has it all. It has action. It has comedy. It's sexy. It's uh, it's drama filled. It's, se- it's sexy. It's oh sexy. yeah, I did kind of go dude. When he when he dream when he has the dream of like meeting up with Lauren Holly and he like pulls up her skirt a little bit and you see her butt. That's sexy. <laughs> All right, here we go. One skin. Those furry boots that he gets out of the Lamborghini in, those are sexy. Her boobs turn into headlights. I remember, Dan. Oh, yeah. I remember. remember. Again, this came out when we were in high school, man. No no shame. So I hate Dan for taking this, uh, which means I can't take it with my first pick here in round one, but I'm going to take my the the second pick on my, my draft list. It's another favorite of mine growing up. Huge SNL fan. This is my favorite movie from SNL. I got to go with Wayne's World, guys. Swing, swing. Ooh, great movie. I mean, that was actually my my other one. I was going back and forth. I I couldn't. It was so hard to choose between the two. It's a great pick. 
It really is. Dumb and Dumber and Wayne's World were just, oh my gosh, on a loop probably in my house for, for several, several years. I mean, those movies, so important to me. Close to my heart. Chrissy, are you, you're a big Wayne's World fan, right? Yeah. I mean, the sequel was not nearly as good, let's no, be honest. No, no. no. But the original I was I still enjoyed it, great. though. Still enjoyed it. Yeah. Really? I thought it was okay. I, it did, oh, no. The first one is definitely like a masterpiece. Right. But even the second one, it's just like, oh, yeah, it's still good. How, how, beat, up, how beat up was the sleeve of that VHS tape <laughs> watching that thing? You, just so much use out of Wayne's World. For Did you sure. guys have the soundtrack on cassette or CD? Did you? I. Oh. It was one of the first CDs I ever owned. Was was the Wayne's World soundtrack, and it was just on a loop. Really? Uh, I don't think I had it. I heard. I heard uh, Chris Brayton recently talking about some his favorite Queen songs on Two Peas in a Pod, and of course Bohemian Rhapsody. In that song, it, that was like a, a lightning bolt yeah. coming the back. Iconic scene. Pop- pop culture uh stuff so and i grew up in north carolina and we had a pair uh paramount carowinds park that had like a wayne's world roller coaster like area of the park and that was just like amazing for me because again i was obsessed with this movie i was like oh my god we go on the wayne's world roller coaster ah that's awesome i want to do that that sounds great Anyway, I, I thought it came at the right time. Again, we're, we're, we were in high school. We were we were around the same age, so this was just huge, huge for me. So, Chrissy, well, you got your your round one pick. Yes. What, what are you gonna pick? I feel like this shouldn't be a surprise to anybody whatsoever, but I'm gonna go with 1995's Clueless. Nice. Look at Justin seems uh, uh, unhappy with that pick. Just no, just, just not surprised. Uh, not unhappy. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't feel the need to be surprising at this point. It's a fantastic movie, and, and uh, you know, yes, it's okay. It can be construed as a chick flick, but I think anybody who does that does it erroneously. It is so funny, so witty, so well written, and was the moment that we all fell in love with Alicia Silverstone. And the fact that it's now being made into a musical just makes it even more like on on a mountain of love for me. So, question as a a fan of this movie, you, trivia wise, you could probably quote the whole thing. Okay, did this movie? Did Clues come out before or after the Alicia Silverstone starring in the Crying and Amazing Aerosmith music videos? This came out after that. Okay, so I fell in love with her with those music videos. <laughs> <laughs> Chris and Dan know what I, I mean. Wink, wink, emoji. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink, wink. Nod. Creepy, <laughs> creepy look back and forth between guys. I mean, it's interesting that so many. Any of these movies are going to be like, like kind of hybrids. Like we talk, Groundhog's Day could be a romantic comedy. Clueless, same thing. Like the the romantic comedy, or like you said, chick flick. But like it, it they're all funny. Like it's so nineties inter- comedies were like this. Like they, some of them were, they were all so different from each other. But like they all had, a, they're almost all hybrids. So many of them are. Yes. Yeah. This is, this is where Paul Rudd came into my life, and that's very special as well. He looks the exact same. He does not age. He, he looks. He doesn't he, age, man. He's been buttoned. insane. Him and Keanu Reeves just bathing in the blood of vampires. And then just... <laughs> Stacey Dash. Stacey Dash. Beautiful. Uh, the and late... That shit crazy. And, and Chrissy's favorite, Mr. Donald Faison, of course, Chrissy. Uh, well... <laughs> I do love Donald Faison. I'm not sure he loves Christopher me, Turk. 
It's Turk, <laughs> baby. In 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 college, uh, in my uh, in my uh, my theater classes, we had uh, our senior years. We had to like uh, to create sort of like a portfolio of the actors that that we'd like to uh, sort of be like, or or are, that they would be our sort of uh, characters or whatever that that we would go after. And Donald Faison was like my my number one uh, Hi-o. Uh, person. Hi-o. Yeah. So, uh, clueless, great pick, Chrissy. Round two is here, which means you get another pick right off of that one. Yay me! So we're going for the second Jim Carrey movie of the draft so far with Liar Liar. You know why I pulled you over? Depends on how long you were following me. Eesh. Why don't we just take it from the top? Here goes. I sped. I followed too closely. I ran a stop sign. I almost hit a Chevy. I sped some more. I failed to yield at a crosswalk. I changed lanes in the intersection. I changed lanes without signaling while running a red light and speeding. Nice. The Every claw. time I give a, a pick, poor, poor Justin over to the side is like, mmm. <laughs> I, like I feel like that's really high. I think that's a third rounder, fourth rounder at best. Not in Chrissy's Not eye. In my world. She, she's already yeah. spoken about this movie without... Without really, naming it. Yeah, go so ahead. this is the movie I was referring to earlier. I said, when it's on, I, the, I'm sorry, this is what we're watching now. Justin's like, hey, just so you know, the whole state's on fire. Maybe we should turn on the news. And I'm like, no one can stop the claw. Like it's on. <laughs> and I will be watching it and talking the entire time. Uh, I mean, this was when he, was, know he was on fire during this portion of his career. So I understand this pick. It, it might be a little high for me, but. Watch it again, personally, people. personally for you, I know it, it's high in your eyes. So the best I've was, had better. The best was uh, when when the other boyfriend comes in and tries to also do the claw, and it's just super <laughs> weak. Carrie always, man. It's it's like he has like one claw. hook, and he's like, "You're scared of the claw." <laughs> it's so funny because he's he's so freaking cool as Wesley. Yeah, in, in Princess Bride, like he's like effortless, effortlessly cool in Princess Brides, and he, uh, and you did it again, Princess Brides. <laughs> I looked at Justin and I'm like Princess Bride. That was on purpose. Liars, <laughs> liars, liars. That was on purpose. Uh, that was, but uh, no, I'd so like to see him be like a goofy dorky a, dad, a square. Like though, is just really funny. Uh, Liar Liar might have one of the most infamous uh, outtakes at the end credits of oh, any movie of all time, perhaps, especially in the yeah, 90s. There's so many YouTube at that would have bounced those babies like Sugar Ray Leonard. That one. So, oh, yeah. I'm surprised they haven't done this again. This is or, or a sequel or another entry. Like, this seems like it's prime for something oh, else. So good. So. There's nothing I don't love about this movie. Top to bottom. So funny. So. I can't even say, I was going to say well-written, but I think a lot of it was the improv of Jim Carrey. Just mm-hmm. everything he said. The goddamn band is blue. I, I mean, oh, my I God. all the time. To be an extra or to be, like, in the jury, just to, like, on those days <laughs> to watch Jim Carrey just, like, do his thing, it's probably amazing. Especially at this time. Uh, like, like, he just would have, he would have been, he was huge yep. right now. He could do whatever he wanted. What, and they'd just be like, all right, just keep rolling. Just let him do stuff. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what I'm <laughs> Hey, Jim, do stuff. Action. <laughs> uh, so we're going to move on to another huge movie uh, in the 90s, one of my favorite comedies. Not not surprising probably to Chris. 
I know this is a big. He's a big fan of this one. It's also a very good sports movie. I'm gonna go with The Big Lebowski. I. It's so tough. I, I mean, I love it. I just. I don't think of it as a comedy. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. I think of it like it's very funny, but I just no. It's you're like it's, it's a sports funny. movie. It's but I just honestly no. I mean it's it's a sports movie first, and then it's a it's a comedy second, and uh, no, I'm just, I'm screwing with you. I love the Big Lebowski's. It's good stuff. Uh, <laughs> the Lebowski's great family. Love them. <laughs> oh, Bray, Brayton! If if no one knows, uh, has has gone Halloween as. Subject from uh from this movie, right, right, Brayden. I mean, I it's now it's because un- I think we're the, the same goat, age. The go to he recorded this. <laughs> I think we're the same age when he made the Big Lebowski. So now it's like, oh yeah, I'm I am him now. So, Chrissy, do you remember the Big Lebowski? What do you think? Vaguely, and it was super popular, and all the dudes love it. So yay. <laughs> I I can quote it from start to finish, like it, same same thing. Like all these movies, start to finish, you could quote the whole thing, and it, it's yeah for sure. Um, I I'm not one to approach celebrities if I see them in public or, or you know say I love your work or anything. But back when I was 17 years old, I I met Jeff Bridges and totally. Did the um, Chris Farley show thing to him? Like, you remember that time in this movie that just came out? That was awesome, man. I love you so much. And he was in- endlessly awesome. He was just like, "Thanks, man." You know, just like you would think that he would be. Luckily, so I, I love Big Lebowski. I think it's another endlessly quotable one. One of my favorite Coen Brothers movies. So I couldn't let it fall, perhaps to to Chris or or whatever in in round two or round three. That's why I picked it. Dan, you got your round two pick. What do you got, man? Man, this is hard, but I need to, I need to secure my Mike Myers. That's what she said. <laughs> I need to secure my Mike Myers pick, and that's going to be Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. That's the, so. That's the OG, correct? Yeah, no, first one. I he said I, he said he said International Man of Mystery. He said it. Yeah. I, I just remember roaring in the theaters when this movie came out. Just every every joke, every, every drawn out like jo- it just all worked. And I I was the right age. I was it, it was just the funniest shit I've ever seen. Spawned and, several sequels as well. And a lot of a lot of vagina was so hot. <laughs> It really did solidify the Mike Myers nineties-ness. Like the guy just was he like he was right up there with Jim Carrey. Like you just could not be stopped in yeah. the nineties. Like, I mean just, we've got we've got two Jim Carrey movies been taken, two Mike Myers movies been taken. We're only, you know, seven picks in, so that's how big both of them were here here in this decade. The, yeah, it's just it's hilarious. That character is is brilliant for for Mike Myers, you know, and so. the, the cameo. Will like looking back, like Will Ferrell in that is just so funny. You re, you rewatch that, Rob Lowe. Is, Rob Lowe's in that, right? 
Yeah. He's number, yeah. No, uh, yeah, he's number two. He's number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in it for a little bit. He's in it more in the second one. Right. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. But Dan's and then, a big Rob Lowe fan, so. Frau, Frau Farbissina. Oh, my God. That that blood-curdling voice. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, it's it's high on my list. It's, it's definitely super 90s when you think of 90s comedy. So, uh, good pick, Dan. Chris, you got your round two pick. We've winded all the way back to you. What you got, man? How many rounds are we doing? I, we, we're only going to do... We're doing five. Hey, we, we're we're just going to keep going on a clip. I just don't want this. Uh, w- okay. When we said we were going to do okay. this, my only worry was like we're just going to like quote lines and be like, "That's great," <laughs> you know. So. Okay, I'll I'll keep it tight. I'll keep it tight. I will go with what I thought was my at the time. It, like it, it's changed a little bit now. That's why I said Groundhog's Day for the first one. But I it, at the time this I thought would, that no movie could be funnier than this movie, and that's Tommy Boy with Chris mm. Farley. And David Spade. That movie, the 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 car, the the bro road trip is just, like them singing in the car, the the deer destroying the car, uh, everything that he just did just wildly was wildly entertaining to me. I laughed start to finish. Richard, is this your coat? <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> that guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> that guy in a little coat. Dan Aykroyd just being so deadpan. Another Rob Lowe, of course. To get more Rob Lowe, like you can't, you can't be beat. But no, I love this movie. I can still watch it. I love Brian Dennehy. I love everything about this movie, and I still laugh at it. And I, uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Chris Farley. Can we make the term "broad trip" happen? I just did. Let's do I, that. We, we just did. You want to go on a broad trip with me? Let's. Uh, yeah, Dan? I would love to go on a broad trip with you. There we go. So we're doing it. I mean, it's a very. It's also a very sweet film, just about friendship, man. The friendship between Chris Farley and David Spade. I love that movie, man. It, it's a great movie. So, uh, great pick, Chris Brayton. But round three time. What's your third pick, man? Uh, another one that just is such a classic from the '90s, and another uh, SNL alum. But we're, I'm going to go with Happy Gilmore. Ooh, yeah. I was wondering when Adam Sandler quo- would come up. Yeah, super quotable. This this is probably apex apex predator version of Adam Sandler at this point. Uh, it was actually the first first Adam Sandler movie I ever saw, and you could same just like all these. It's it's just a broken record. Can quote it from start to finish. Everybody thought this movie was was just everybody at this time just would quote this movie in my school and everything. It was just yeah, it just was a it was a monster so like Austin Powers. Like you just had those quotes locked and loaded, ready to go. Just tap it in, you do tap it in, and then like uh, the Price is Wrong, Bob. You know, with the whole Bob Barker fight scene, it's just you can't it can't be beat. It cannot be beat. A lot of Saturday Night Live representation on our list thus far as well. So, oh yeah, how, imp- how important that show is. Uh, didn't go, didn't go, Tommy Boys or Happy Gilmore. So we're we're proud of you, Chris. You're making you're making headway with this. I'm doing it on purpose. I just wanted like the record to show that I'm doing it on purpose. <laughs> um, yeah, I love Happy Gilmore, Chrissy. This is on our the lists of our podcast. Surprisingly, Chrissy's never seen Happy Gilmore. I have not. What? 
Uh, it's got a lot. I mean, it's, it's got a lot of great people in it. Uh, Julie Bowden is in it. She's fantastic. One of her first roles. Uh, anyway, yeah. So good stuff. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Dan, what's your round three choice here, sir? Oh, this is hard. This is very hard. That's what she said. <laughs> this is so big and tough and hard. Now you're just milking it, man. Come on. You filthy, <laughs> filthy minded. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna mix it up. I'm gonna take Friday. Hey, I know you don't smoke weed. I know this, but I'm gonna get you high today. Cause it's Friday. You ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. Oh yes. Love Go me ahead. some Friday. Go ahead, Dan. Friday. It, it 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 you can tell that it was good because it they made like eight billion sequels to Friday. <laughs> it was, I mean, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure what came first. If it was like Boys in the Hood or Menace to Society or or or, or all of, or like those serious black um, uh, in the ghetto dramas, but Friday was like a breath of a breath of fresh air where it was. Yes, it was still in the ghetto and and but it was it was so funny. Chris Tucker and Ice Cube were just fantastic together just on the on the porch and I like forgive me but the the dad, the dog catcher dad, he he's just iconic. Just just so fucking funny. Um and it it was a fun movie and it had a real lesson. At, at at the end with um with gun violence so um you 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 fight with your hands because you live to fight another day friday's perfect love it dan can you please come on our podcast at a to to be determined date and talk about friday with us yes absolutely oh my god i, I would love to oh uh, i this, i hold we did a 90s uh you know a whole decade of 90s drafts and when this the year that this come up i had like a an outpouring of how much i love friday and how important it was to me and then uh it's been on our our to-do list with another 90s comedy that might come up later but um yeah i love it because he hasn't seen it brayton you like friday uh i've never seen it oh my god <gasps> Yeah, no, I, no, like for I, real. I, 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 I know that it's 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 so cliche to just be like, oh my god, you have to see Friday. But like, uh, it's it's very very funny. And I, I have seen it. I have seen it in bits and pieces so many times uh, that like I could like I could say that I saw it, but I've never actually sat down. You know, watch the watch the the opening credits roll to the right. to the ending credits roll. I have like so many different pieces and and. But yeah, I never, I have never seen it. It's super Nin, fun. Nin, Ninety, was it ninety five, ninety six? When did Friday come out? That was uh, ninety five. Yeah. So and it, uh, I, I even like, I even like the sequels without Chris Tucker, where they they replaced him with Mike Epps. And uh, the, the second one's okay. the 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 third one, not not as okay. But is is the uh, third one the Christmas one? <laughs> no, no. There's one that's a it's like Friday it's like Friday maybe it's Friday after next and it's like around Christmas time. I know they've been talking like talking for years about trying to get Chris Tucker back and doing another one so I don't know. 
It's 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 an amazing film that captured lightning in a bottle. Just because uh, he was so new, I mean, yeah, the, you know, he hadn't become annoying in in several other movies. So I just him in that movie's like a supernova. So and put put Cube on the map for like funny people are like, oh, Ice Cube's actually like not just a gangster rapper and he can carry a movie. And then he was getting all this all this love with like uh, what was that? Are we there yet? He was in a ton yeah. of like just like family comedies after this. Yeah. Well, that was later. Are we there? It came like a lot late because like he did Anaconda. I think was like the next one. After. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, he does. He does have rest like the male version of resting bitch face, <laughs> where he's like he's like su- he just looks super angry all the time. But it works in Friday. He's so funny. Probably because someone said that he had resting bitch face. That's probably why he's angry. <laughs> because like that's like so what? Uh, I can't rest my face the way I feel like resting my face. He just looks so like, mad. Everyone knows that person. Like, Everyone knows that person who just looks so mad. So, unless I'm super happy, you're mad at me for like I can't if I don't have a smile on my face. Hey, Ice Cube, you should smile more. No. <laughs> he looks uh, angry. You can't deny that <laughs> when he's looking regular, he looks angry. Oh, man. All right, guys. Round three. Uh, we're up to me. I'm going to take another movie. Uh, I'm going with a lot of heart movies here uh, in 90s comedies. And so in round three, I'm going to take... Uh, when this movie came out, I was working in a video store. So, uh, I mean, it was amazing to see this film. I'm talking about Clerks, the first one from Mr. Kevin Smith back in so the day. So good. Um, Chrissy? Yeah. Have you seen Clerks? In pieces, <laughs> as is the story of my life with all of these movies. I'm like, yes, I've seen a portion of Tommy Boy and Clerks <laughs> and Big Lebowski. Very nice. I mean, this this movie almost it felt like a documentary. It felt so real to me in spots. What do you guys think about Clerks? Clerks is great. That that was a very it was like a rite of passage to to see Clerks because it was one that that came to me like by uh like just word of mouth like oh you've got to see clerks and the the dialogue was so awesome maybe my it might be my first um uh kevin smith movie that i saw also inspirational to know that he just like put all this money on his credit card and all his friends went and shot this in you know nights and spare time and it ended up being so uh, you know, part of like a revolutionary movement of, you know, they have no money, but they have all the drive and, and love for film. And this is what came out of it. So that was also super important to me when I was in high school working at a video store. So, yeah, I mean, it's they a great would movie. definitely have like the, everybody that has a movie podcast basically like owes a ton to their conversations in the movie store. Like it's basically like that's what podcasting is. It's just like your weird ramblings with your buddy. And so, anyway, yeah, he's to blame. Okay, yeah. He's to blame. I mean, the movie, and then he went on to have a podcast. So he's to blame for all this, guys. Kevin Smith. So couldn't could Jorts too. Could Jorts. He's to, he's to blame for Jorts. Huge, huge veggie grill fan now. Chrissy Kevin Smith is. He's like That's exciting. He he turned vegan and he loves ve- veggie grill so much that he's going to end up in a commercial dams. He just loves it. So he I also, also did the the potato diet. The, the oh with pe- with with Pendulette. Yeah, he did Pendulette. the Pendulette potato diet and lost like a hundred pounds. You just 
just eat potatoes all the time? Is that what this is? It's only potatoes anyway. But yeah, yeah you can go, only have potatoes. Veggie. Just go veggie. But not not with butter and cheese. Like that's not anyway. Like you, Well, yeah, like, just you, straight up potatoes. <laughs> or French fry. You can't do like, oh, I'm gonna have mine as French fries. Today I'm gonna have them as chips. Like it's it's not the same thing. I think uh, I, I I tried the potato diet. I was like, I'm gonna do this thing. I'm gonna lose some weight real quick. And I I think I had two meals of potatoes. And I was like, I can't do this. Fuck this shit. Chrissy, Chrissy, you got clueless, liar, liar, and you got the last pick here in round three. What yeah. are you going with? You know, it's funny. I took a second to look at the board because we're you know just over halfway through now with the draft. And I realize, like, as I look at everyone else's picks, I'm like, yeah, these you guys are you're going to clean up all the votes here. Totally fine with me, by the way, because I'm going with the list that I it's true to me. It's what I find funny. Are you saying pick with your heart? These these are true to us as well. Come on. Go ahead. Yeah, these are all very true. Like these are these are. Yeah, these are. Per- I feel insulted right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Our, I don't mean our you're yentl shilling. watching is over. Oh, no we have more broken yentl. up. No more yentl for us. Damn it. Well, not to imply that you guys are shills. Just you know, you guys all have kind of similar senses of humor here. <laughs> anyway, uh, for number three, round three, I'm going with uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello. Yeah. Every that movie, every single time I pick, Justin has something like mm, under his breath. That movie yeah. makes me sad. I actually am more sad at that movie than I than it does make me laugh. Like especially, I, especially now as a dad and a parent, right? Yeah, I mean, he's like, why do you suck so hard as a dad that your your wife won't even let you see your kids? Yeah, that bums me out. Oh, stop! Watch that movie again. It's Sally Field is overreacting oh, way hard. Time. There is a donkey. There's a donkey in the middle of her <laughs> living room. Oh, come on. You don't divorce your husband because he threw a badass birthday party for your kid. You know? But like let's say let's say your wives did divorce you for doing that. How far would you go? Would you get a latex ladies mask <laughs> made and invent a character just so you could be with your children and keep that ruse up? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, yes. The answer is yes. But but mine would be way worse, and Jenny would be like, "Dan, is that you? Why? You? Like it just it wouldn't work used, as well." I yeah, that's right. I'm like, oh my gosh, you have to. And we basically you just have to do your Ving Rhames voice the entire yeah. time. Dan, is that you? No, no. We have the we have the meats. This is Ving. This is Ving Rhames. I'm here to pick up. Dan's kids. I mean, my friends. Pick up my kids. I yeah. mean, my friend Dan's I, kids. I would, I would kill to see a movie where, you know, it turns into, oh, Ving Rhames is, 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 is take care of my kids, but it's someone in a Ving Rhames suit like Dan. <laughs> No, yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire should it sh- it should be like a like James Bond where like it's always just Mrs. Doubtfire, but it's different people playing him, her. So like Mrs. Doubtfire two starring Eddie Murphy, he has a stab at it. Ving <laughs> Rhames has a shot at it, and then and then we're arguing like who the best Doubtfire is. Right. Oh, I'm so down. Sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. <laughs> Daniel Craig comes in out of nowhere and just totally like owns it. Right. Hey, Daniel Craig is a fantastic Mrs. Doubtfire. This is like, amazing. Holy shit. He's been Miss Doubtfire for like six years. <laughs> <laughs> 
Doubtfire. Uh, he is Mrs. Doubtfire. Chrissy, we yeah. got round four starting here. What are you taking after Mrs. Doubtfire? I'm switching to later 90s and we're going with Office Space. Ooh. Dang it. Dang it, dang it. Talk about Great. something. Dang it, dang I'm sorry, Chris. That's eminently quotable. To this day, I am always at my office just slinking around people's doorways and sipping nervously on tea and then being like yeah if you could do this it would be great <laughs> i don't if anyone works in an office i just don't know like how they haven't seen office space and quote it all the time that yeah. it still holds up right have you seen my stapler yeah you see low letter what the fuck does that mean <laughs> if i've heard the state i hear the stapler thing like once a week Someone's asking me for a stapler in that voice. Always <laughs> talk about yeah, dang it. Down I was then. I was really hoping it was going to fall to me. That's Aww, a good pick. Sorry, yeah. Chris. I, and I think Lumberg might be one of the best boss characters in all of oh, film. So uh, Gary Cole was so good in that role. Hello, Peter. What's happening? Um, I'm going to need you to go ahead and come in tomorrow. So if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay. Oh, oh, and I almost forgot. Uh, I'm also going to need you to go ahead and come in on Sunday, too. Okay. We uh, lost some people this week, and uh, we need to sort of play catch-up. Thanks. How many of us, though realistically have not fantasized about one day just walking into the office and then being like, fuck it. This is what I do now. I walk in and I don't do anything. And then when people ask me what I do, I say, I don't do anything. <laughs> like this I thought you were going to j- jump farther to be like, I don't think I'm going to go to work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> or burning the place down. I mean, that's also an option. I just want to, I want to beat the shit out of a printer. In- <laughs> oh, me too. Uh, great, great film. I hate that you picked it, Chrissy, because it was high on my list. Sorry. Um, Can't but, be that high. We're in round four. Uh, like I said, this is a deep, deep bench of 90s comedies here. I mean, my mock draft list only needs to be 20, but I got about 40. That's that's how many good movies are here. So uh, my round four pick, I'm going to go a little lighter with a, a, a family seasonal comedy and a classic that's probably going to come up soon. Uh, next month, I'm going to go with Home Alone. Yes. The movie's not funny in the slightest. There's like, oh, it's just hilarious. It's just hilarious. I don't know if it holds up. I think it's funny when you're a kid, but I don't know if it's funny now as an adult. No. The rewatch. Now I'm just pissed at the uncle. When the uncle like gets like juice spilled on, he's like, look what you did, you little jerk. Yeah. Uncle, Fra- like, if uncle my, Frank. If my brother talked like that to my girls, I would lose my mind. And could because no one talks like that to to a child. Uncle Frank's anyway. a bad person. He stole Uncle- he stole crystal salt and pepper shakers from the airline. Do you remember that? Also, what does his dad do to to have that house? <laughs> the house is so big; it's become so cliche now. But like, you're just like that. That house is so big. And, and he, he so he, many kids. He paid for nine and people like, to go to France. You guys are nitpicking Home Alone, and I know that Dan and Chris. This is this is one of those seminal movies for young boys when it came out. I remember obsessing about this film. Oh uh, this, no, I mean I loved it when I was a kid. It's just my my adult lens has changed the movie. 
slightly. It's just like, could you imagine if you left your kids home alone? No. Oh my gosh. Just and like the dad stays behind. Well, I guess I'm just going to stay here and enjoy, enjoy Paris for a while or whatever. (laughs) I just, I just remember belly laughter in the theater. I loved this movie. Just every, those poor, uh, wet bandits just getting destroyed by Kevin at every turn. Like I would roll over laughing at every single murdered. They got prank. murdered. Like oh, they would be dead. <laughs> they'd be dead so John, many times over. John Candy too. John Candy is amazing. But RIP. But yeah, it hasn't it hasn't aged well in the sense that like yeah, if you left your kid at home, you just go back. Like <laughs> it's not that <laughs> Like there was so much trouble for her to like get back to him. It was like, dude, just get to the airport, rent a car, oh. and yeah. go home, <laughs> drive home. Call too to have come check on him. Like, hey, yeah, like no. this. This is a movie that's a victim to like the cell phone era because it just wouldn't yeah. roll the credits. Oh, we we forgot Kevin. <laughs> quick, send <laughs> send him a text. <laughs> the movie we got we got an Uber picking him up right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Buzz, your girlfriend, Wolf, yeah. uh, it, which was a boy. It actually was a, a boy in a wig. A boy. Poor boy in a wig. Yeah. Uh, Dan, you got your round four pick, man. What are you going with here? Is this the is this the last round, or we got one we'll more do, after? We'll this? do we'll four. do a quick lightning round for five. But what do you got for four here? All right, um, hmm. round four. Let's see. I got to get. I, it's the 90s, man. I need my Sandler. I got to get a Sandler. I'm going with Wedding Singer. Surprising Sandler pick. Yeah. I, I love the Wedding Singer. I love that movie. I, I feel really like do. it's, it's a, it's a, it's underrated. It's amazing because it's a lot of Sandler singing. And I think that's, a, that's, that's the great Sandler, you know? Him, him, him just singing. I love his mullet. And I love that that movie's in the 80s. With and all Drew, the Drew Barrymore's relentlessly adorable in that movie as well. Yeah, and they their first little on screen love in the Wedding Singer, which what they do a, they do a couple more right Fifty First Dates and um uh, and then the the Safari one where they go to oh yeah I haven't, seen, I haven't seen that one as well. There was a drop yeah. off. There was a drop off in my eyes after Wedding Singer, like. <laughs> he got all yeah. his good ones out, and then it's kind of been, you know, more yeah. missed than hit uh, since then. So, but I, uh, I really, I really enjoy Wedding Singer. I love the scenes at at the the bat mitzvah that he he does, like all his little parties. They're they're fun, and his his friend the 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 transgender keyboardist is amazing. Oh, <laughs> it's just man. good. It's a good one. It's a good one. Good pick. Dan, Chris, you got the last pick in round four, man. What are you going with? Jeez, Louise. Guys, great lists from everybody here, for sure. Uh, but I'm gonna go with I, I'm gonna go with my personal favorite Jim Carrey movie, uh, which is Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Ooh. Just dominated, dominated that year. Just everybody. It's similar to like when Austin Powers came out. Like now it's basically like it's it's borderline annoying if someone starts to quote it. Like nobody quotes Austin Powers unironically, similar to to Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. But I remember literally dying laughing. I saw it at the drive-in 
And I remember just, I actually think I threw up because I was laughing so hard when I saw it. And like, I just couldn't get air and it just was so over the top crazy. I, I just, I had to have it on my list. It had to be there. So there you go. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, round four. Do not go in there. Woo! All right, all right, all right. Okay. Well, Solid. We, we, we're we here, guys. We, we, we've been running long. We, we got a lot to say about these commies, but we're going to do a lightning round, round five. So last pick of the draft. Chris, this is your last pick. What do you got, man? Uh, I'm going to go late 90s. We're going to go fast. Uh, there's something about Mary. I'm surprised I didn't go sooner. So there you go. Lightning round. Done. All right. Uh, Chrissy, you like there's something about Mary? It's okay. Just, just give me time to at least write the fucking title, guys. Okay, okay. You write the title. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, all I can think of with this movie is the hair. Let's let's. I can't think uh, of anything else. I know there's a lot more to it, but the the, the jizz hair, yeah, and the the <laughs> balls getting stuck in the zipper. That's a very painful scene for for oh, us to watch. Oh, so hard. Just even thinking about it makes me clench. So uh, good pick, Chris. Dan, your last pick. Right, lightning round, round five. What do you got? Last pick is also my first pick in a in another draft. We're going with Beethoven, baby. Let's do oh this. Oh, my God. I, I knew it. I swear to God, I almost made fun of you earlier. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Funniest animal movie of the 90s. Oh Beethoven. Ugh, that'll do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> I was shocked that it wasn't your first pick, round you, one, to be honest. I thought you. about it, guys. You're lucky. You're lucky, because I was about to do it. And then I said, all right, let me ch- let me play this straight up, up until the so last just round. Done. We just got done making fun of you for not taking it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, man, I can't believe you picked that. We're not even get to how dark and, and really screwed up that movie is, Dan. I can't believe we picked <laughs> it. All right, here we go. Uh, my last pick of this draft, uh, we're going to go with a, another favorite of mine from the 90s. We talked about this on, on a recent draft. Recently, I'm going with the Adams Family. Really? That's also surprising. This is a really surprising round. Minus like, something about Mary. That one was kind of expected. You don't like Adam's Family? It's not that I don't like it. It's just not when I think 90s comedy. The yeah. Adam's Family. I agree. I, you know? I just wanted my list to really... I, I just wanted to reflect the 90s as a whole, and I feel like I did that. You really and did. Justin is laughing in the face of that right now. <laughs> and just spitting on my list with that right there. Well, we got one more pick, guys. In the draft, it falls on Chrissy. Chrissy's googling all, 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 all the possible picks. What do you got? Oh my god! Biodome, right biodome, biodome. <laughs> Bio <dome. laughs> oh god! It's like throwing a dart at the board. But I'm gonna go with the birdcage. Nice. Oh, that's a good pick. Thanks. That's a really good pick. That's a great one to finish it out with. Nice one, right? And I like having a little representation here, as we should, for our LGBTQ friends. We just nice. did the birdcage for the show. Uh, my friend Nathan, he 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 curated the list for us, and we'd never seen it before. And I I loved it. Robin Williams is fantastic oh, in that movie. So He's good. so good. And Nathan Lane just kind of plays Nathan Lane, but that's okay. <laughs> but he's Nathan, Nathan Lane, Lane at is, his best. 
because Nathan Lane is great, but the kids in that movie could go to hell. They are so bad to I their agree. parents. They're awful. They're the but but it's a very funny movie. And Gene it's, Hackman. It's, yeah. Oh, I miss Gene Hackman being in movies. He was great in this too. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's an, he's he's a novelist now. He's he just novelist. writes novels yeah. about horses. Wow, I didn't know that. Living his best life, man. Gene Maybe Hackman. So, uh, all right, let me read out the board so we so we know where everyone's at. So Chris has Chris Brayton has Groundhog Day, Tommy Boy, love it, Happy Gilmore, it. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and There's Something love About it. Mary. Wow, love it. Dan has Dumb and Dumber, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, Friday, The Wedding Singer, and Beethoven. <laughs> Uh, I have wa- almost a good list. I have, wa- a good I have list. Wayne's World, The Big Lebowski, Clerks, Home Alone, and The Adams Family. And Chrissy Ugh. has Clueless, Liar, Liar, Mrs. Doubtfire, Office Space, and The Birdcage. What does everybody think? Dang it, those are some good lists. Mm-hmm. Those are some really good lists right there. I'm not going to lie. I, I mean, you know, it's funny, Chris, a second ago you said you were really going for the quintessential 90s list, and I have to say, I think you absolutely did that. And I noticed that right around uh, third round when you picked Happy Gilmore. I'm like, oh, man, this is if there were ever more 90s list, Chris has it for sure. But you know what? Uh, Dan and Justin, you guys, I think it's going to be almost like a split vote situation looking at your two lists because I could easily see people just kind of having to go eating, meeny, miny, mo because they're both really, really good. Oh, thank you. Hopefully Beethoven puts them over the top. Beethoven pick here. You're, okay, here's the thing, Justin. Your Adams family pick is at is on par with his Beethoven. I totally pick. agree. <laughs> Absolutely not. If you remember, Adams family. No, I, I like the movie Adams family number one. But in a recent '90s movie, couples, uh, the G- G- Gomez and Morticia were picked, and that was on the winning team, and they got a lot more play and and love uh, the Adams family did. So, no, I mean those their relationship goals. They want the family wants to spend time together. Uh, Gomez and Morticia like can knock it enough of each other. They absolutely just love it. But no, but it's not funny. It's weird. Yeah, it's true. <sighs> I'm surprised no one did uh, American Pie. I thought American Pie was oh, gonna yeah. go. Yeah, the, throw out some honorable mentions quick that you guys were surprised didn't go. Definitely American I mean, Pie. Yeah, I mean, Cool Runnings was on there. What about Bob? I didn't oh, want to have too Bob. many. I didn't want to have Bill Murray, double Bill Murray, on there. Toy Story. Um, yeah, Toy Story could have gone. I mean, Robin Hood Men in Tights. I loved that when it came out. That movie that was, was hilarious. Um, I almost yeah. Billy Billy Madison is my favorite uh, Sandler film. Yeah, so. same. It wasn't on my list, but yes. I mean, so I had What About Bob, Sister Act, uh, First Wives Club, Robin Hood Men in oh, Tights. Oh, that's a good one. I know, right? And, and then the the, yeah. the seminal uh, favorite of all theater geeks, Noises Off with Carol Burnett. I mean. And then Dogma, Mallrats, you know, like he could have done, he could have just done a full Kevin Smith chasing Amy, you know, the whole thing. We're, Half we're, baked. The, yeah. The tons of, uh, don't be a menace to society while drinking juice in the hood. Uh, that's, that's a big one. So Rush Hour. I mean, I love Jackie Chan. That's my favorite Jackie Chan movie. I didn't Steve pick, Martin I didn't pick, guys. don't, I didn't pick don't be a menace because I didn't want Justin's board to get all sloppy. <laughs> See, it's come up, and I just do don't be a menace dot dot dot, and everyone knows what what I mean. So, uh, guys, like I said, we could have I could have done another couple rounds. There's so many options here, but we have to say thank you for to Chris and Dan for spending this 
Friendsgiving with us, talking about Biodome and all these 90s comedies. Uh, Chris Brayton, you up in Bakersfield, man. Where can we find you on the interwebs, sir? Yeah, I co-host the More Gooder Than podcast. We come out on all podcatchers every Wednesday. You can find us on Twitter at MGT Podcast. Our website is MGTPodcast.com. Uh, and, uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram, the whole bit. And, of course, just like Justin and Chrissy, we are part of the Podfix network of podcasts. What, what? Podfix? Uh, Chris, man, we love you, man. Thank you so much. Love for- you, too. You guys... These are like my, you guys are like hands down, like top 10 podcast friends, like for sure. If not top 10, top four, top 10. Top 10. I lived well because they could be well, nice. Justin, you're number one. You're number one. You're number one. And I don't want to say where Dan lands. So I don't, I don't want to say it. That's right. You guys so have got I, beef still. We got to, so, this beef still, we got to make this bigger between you guys. I, I love you guys so much. You guys know, you guys know how much I love all of you. So uh, you guys are my, my, my favorites. Awesome. Uh, so from Chris, Dan, you're, you're also huge in our hearts. We, we love you. We love Jenny. Dude, where can we Aww. find you? You and that other guy on your podcast online, man. Me and, me and the, the great. Cody Frederick, who does hold a record in um, in fantasy movie drafts as being someone who has uh, scored a zero percent in in one of your <laughs> polls, uh, I don't think anyone's been able to do that since him. But we are on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Dan Cody Podcast, and um, uh, Dan and Cody Podcast is on. Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, uh, Spotify, all those good good places, and the Melrose Place Podcast, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Melrose Pod, and we're on all of the other stuff too. Awesome! Everyone, everyone should be, of course, following both these guys, listening to their podcasts. Uh, Especially if you're listening to a '90s draft, why aren't you listening to the Melrose Place Podcast? That's pretty amazing. That's right. Man, if Melrose, if this was a TV draft, Melrose Place number one for sure. <laughs> nice, nice, and uh, of course you're listening to our podcast now, but you can find it in several other places: uh, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher. We're at Movie Geekcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're also part part of the Podfix Network. Podfixnetwork.com. Um, shout out, shout out! This week we've been busy. This week. As well, Christy and I were also on another one of our favorite podcasts, the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews over in Australia. Christy and I... I hear good things. Christy I and I... Things you know, I know. Christy and I have only been on one other podcast together until this 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 moment where we're on the Countdown, and we might never be uh, asked on another podcast again, so... <laughs> My mom talked to be a good guest, and I just threw that out the window, basically. You, you two are our unicorns. For for Dan, we need both. We need both of you on the Dan and Cody podcast. Yeah, we got to make it happen. We got to make it happen. So again, Wait, it's just you've never been on Dan and Cody. Justin Indivi- has. individually. We okay, I, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So I want I want both, but these I, damn kids, man. What are yeah. we gonna do? What the hell do we do? Guys do? You guys Lockers. all drive down. You guys drive down to Bakersfield. You guys can record in the bunker. We'll watch all the kids. Oh. And we'll have a good time, oh my God, and you guys can have your own quiet place to record, like the quiet place. Just, the uh, movie you would be murdered. 
like the quiet place, and you'll be murdered by weird animals. Uh, yeah. When when the kids start freaking out, we'll just hear like the the lights going on and off. And bells ringing. <laughs> we've we've joked, Chrissy, that we're gonna have a, a Las Vegas podcast meetup with with all our podcasts, and just like we'll just like get drunk and tape like a whole year's worth of episodes. Yeah, <laughs> bust them all out, bust them all out. <laughs> so, uh, but overall, thank you to to Chris and Dan, Chrissy. Thank you for joining us. Of Aww, course, thanks. go go to our uh, Twitter page when our poll drops. Our the draft board. Drops and pick your your favorite team in tonight's '90s comedies fantasy movie draft. And happy Thanksgiving to everyone listening at home. We appreciate it, and we'll see everyone next week. Thanks a lot. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.